0: Hi, and welcome to the Kelowna Girl Tries podcast. I'm Barb, and this is episode 64, Sunday, May 23rd, 2010. Hope you enjoy it. Hi everybody. Hope your training week's been going well. I've had a pretty nice recovery week and I've uh, been relaxing, doing a little bit of workouts every day, and nothing too too hard. And so far so good. On Wednesday I went for my regular early morning run, and I decided to take you along with me. And I recorded while I was running, since I was doing a slow run, I thought I'd try. And I gave you my full-blown race report. So uh, I'll uh, ask you to excuse the mic noise. Once in a while I the mic starts to get static it doesn't last long i fix it pretty quickly but uh, it's there and i didn't edit it out i just left it so there it is in all its glory and i apologize in advance that's why i don't run or uh, use my um digital recorder very often because of that microphone um, noise that i get all the time Anyways, uh, I'm going to apologize to everybody who sent me emails. I was going to add them on today as part of this, but um, I chatted too long and I don't have enough time. So next weekend, I don't because my race is over and I'm in between races, I'm going to do one that's pretty well solely devoted to all the emails and shout outs and things that I have. So without further ado, I will... Um, let you into the usual race song. Here's my usual race song. I love this song and the words to speak to me. And I love the vo- the beat. I love the melody. It's just a good, good song. The middle by Jimmy Eat World.
1: It's Wednesday. I'm thinking two days, three days after my race. Why is it everybody's door squeaks? Beautiful morning. Blue skies, sun is up. I like living in the northern hemisphere and fairly high north because it's layout. Early and late, late. Oh, Garmin on. Oh, started. I have absolutely no idea what to expect today. I have, uh, oh god, cables are a pain in the ass. Switching around. I'm hoping that I'm going to have nobody looking at me because. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to put all these cables and zippers and things right now. Because it's so early that hardly anybody's up, right? I'll have to tell you, the first time I went out for the run, I was amazed at how many people were really around. Okay, now there's this stupid side of the that I have trouble with. i play with the microphone. Oh. Okay. So I can't put this thing in a pocket or anything because it just... This mic... mic connection moves a bit. I get all that hiss. That's why I haven't been recording with my recorder. It's always hard to tell this time of day whether I want to wear my um, sunglasses or not. This, this one's just barely up. And uh, it's when I'm coming one direction, because I'm running laps around my block, which is a 1K block. Uh, I know in one direction the sun is directly in my eyes, directly ahead. Sunglasses don't even really help that much. Doing butt kicks now. And then the rest of the time it's almost a little bit dark to have sunglasses. Well, according to the forecast, today the only nice day this whole week. Quite a bit of rain and a lot of blusteriness yesterday. I'm really lucky that the weather was pretty good race day. So this is sort of my official race report, I guess. Okay, now high knees, this is sort of my warm-up, my ritual, that's what I've been doing for the last six weeks, two months. I walk for, I don't know, three minutes and include high knees and butt kicks just to get my hips loosened up. And I do quite a bit of loosening up just before I even get out of bed, actually. found that's been helping, too. Okay, and I jog a little bit. My heart rate goes nuts. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, my heart rate goes nuts the first minute I jog. So I'm going to do that right now. How the heels are feeling. Alright. Left, Left heel is a bit tight. Right ankle outside is a bit sore. I guess the interesting thing will be to, be, to see if it goes away. So my experience last week was that. It, didn't go away during the warm up. Didn't go away until I had run for about five minutes or so. Pain threshold maybe three or four. Although I don't know. I really don't get that whole three or four to ten number one to ten thing is ten having a baby because this is like a one then but if ten is like a really really painful run that you have to walk like you're injured oh and uh, I walk again now and and one is like a perfect run, childbirth would be like 20 or something, right? Okay, so the week coming up to the race, I didn't really talk about that on my little mini race report episode last week, but uh, let's see, Tuesday, so I, had a, I had an easy week, but I did have two runs, and my runs were shorter than usual. And they had some zone 3 intervals in them. So I went out. Actually, let me think. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday. It doesn't really matter to you. I'm sure it doesn't matter. But one of the days early in the week. I've really, really, really been suffering with the night sweats lately. I mean, I'm awake half the night, every hour. Every time I have a sweat, I wake up. I go back to sleep again, but just... It's really disturbing my sleep, and I I feel pretty good in the daytime. But some days I'm just bagged, and other days I feel like I'm functioning. So I got to run again. <coughs> so, anyways, I had two quite poor nights of sleep. I'm kind of tired from my, my workouts the weekend before, and uh, I got up Tuesday morning. And I just felt dead, my legs felt dead. I went for my run. And I had to do an hour and fifteen minutes. No, that was the week before and I already told you about that. Yeah, so sorry. Okay. I backtrack. A week by uh, the weekend <laughs> Okay. So this is two weeks ago now. I finished my <laughs> I can't, I can't focus on my warm-up and talk to you, so i me not supposed to be doing things a one minute run, one minute walk. Anyways, I got through that tight tendon. I had skipped the long run the week before, two weeks before, I guess, and uh, after that long run. And so it had been a full week that I'd run. And by the time I went for my run last Tuesday, I was feeling quite a bit better. That was a week ago today, I guess. And when I... But I was really tired, okay? So I went out and I did my run. And when I first started running, it was like instantly my heels, back of my lower ankles, not the bottom of the heel, but the back of my heel really tight and sore and so running again I thought okay that's weird but I haven't run for a week. I kind of just got over this PTT thing. Posterior, posterior tibial tendon pain so I figured okay well I'm just tight and sore that's all. Just, just get through it. So I did my 10 minute warm-up And it kind of kept on hurting exactly the same spot, both heels. Oh, and I forgot to mention I'd put my orthotics in that day to give a little support to that arch. But in case you're thinking it's because of the orthotics, there's no way that my heels would hurt like that immediately upon putting orthotics it wasn't that. And, uh, I'm just looking to see if the car is coming. Okay. Um, so, the crappy run, that's the point. That's the point of this. Didn't stop hurting in the warm-up. Ran for five minutes after my warm-up. And it kind of loosened up and, Okay, they're numbed, or just didn't really feel anymore my so my first interval I did pretty slow because it was still hurting, and then after my first interval, it stopped hurting, and so I ran my second interval about a five five to pace, something like that. I don't know it was like a nine nine and a half minute mile, and then my second interval my garment. Oh yeah, it is. And the second interval I ran about the same pace. did a 45-minute run came home. But I was really tired. I did ice. I did stretch that day. And then by the afternoon of that day, my legs were really quite, still quite sore. I felt like my, not my shins were sore, but my lower legs were pretty tired and sore. And uh, so, for the next, that evening and then on Wednesday, I iced them a couple of times. I struck them a couple of times. And when I went out Thursday morning for my next run, all I had to do was a 30 minute run. And it was, I would have two five minute intervals in about 30 minutes, and the rest was just easy. So, it's my last run before the race, except I was supposed to do a brick on Saturday. So, As soon as I started running, I did my 10-minute warm-up, I felt the exact same thing again. Well, I guess I should start running. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm just so um, off-task. <sighs> my nose is running. I have no idea what I'm doing for my warm-up now, so... Alright, I'm at 11-minute mark. I'm just going to lap it and start running. So... Thursday I did the same thing, I did my warm up, heels were hurting again. I was supposed to do two intervals. So I did my first interval. Could not run fast, it hurt. Figured, well, like Tuesday, it'll go away after five minutes. So I sort of kept going. I slowed down, which I was already going slow, so I, mean, I didn't really change pace at all. I was supposed to do my second interval. But it was still hurting. So I tried to pick up the pace, couldn't because it was hurting, and again it's like the back of the heel. We're not talking about the Achilles tendon, if it has anything to do with the Achilles, it's the attachment. So I ran for about 22 minutes or something, and then I gave up and walked back home, which was another three minutes away. Okay, heart rate check. Not allowed to go into Zone 3 today. No worries. I'm going to stay in Zone 1. And I was pretty frustrated. I'm three days out of my race at this point. And it's kind of like I have this new injury or something. And it's a Tuesday. I thought, okay, well, it goes away, so it's no big deal. It's tightness, tightness. I Googled it and it sounded like it could be the beginnings of Achilles tendonitis, but uh, not really serious, but just certainly not something I want to be feeling three days before my release. kind of frustrated and pissed off as usual, so then I went to. That was Thursday. Friday was my day off. I was in touch with the coach through this time, and we were trying to figure out what might be wrong. Should I wear the orthotics? Should I? I'm run out of KT tape. It takes a month for KT tape to get to my house, so it's no use trying to order anymore. (laughs) Looking for... microphone. Just the bumping of running is making it move. Okay, I think it's settled. So, okay, I said Friday was the day off. Saturday, got up early, and uh, the kennel where I leave my dogs is you have to drop them off before 10 or after 4. So this is the way their hours are. So we had to be up early Saturday. And not up early, but be heading out of the house by about 9.30. Quarter after 9 to get the dog set off. And usually I go down over a little later today. But anyway, that was fine. We had lots of things we could do. I ended up staying up till about midnight, Friday night, getting... All my stuff together, and making sure it was totally packed. Had my anal list, and uh, this is probably one of the least organized I've been. I don't want to say least organized, I was organized, but least anxiety-filled and least anal I've been for a race. Just you know, experience allows me to relax a little bit, I guess. So. Saturday morning we were up my son was at his dad's actually I lied he wasn't I had to drop him off down to school at 8 o'clock in the morning because they were doing it for our sale what could I forget and then we headed out his dad was going to pick him up from there and uh, dropped the dogs off realized we were going to get into Oliver pretty early and I would have really nothing to do so we stopped in Penticton and uh Went to the Peach City Runner store there because I've never been and it was much more than a runner store. Okay, I'm climbing this little hill right now and it's causing a little bit more pain in my ankle. Not a lot, just a bit. Okay, right ankle four, left ankle is down to about two now. The sun's coming up, it's just beautiful. No foxes, though, no hedgehogs, uh oh, person, no talking for a minute. going up this back alley now. Back alley might conjure up some formidable visions, but this is a back alley of some million dollar houses. I have this actually quite a modest house in a very swanky neighborhood like to joke that I have the cheapest house in the neighborhood. I mean, it was a new house when I bought it, five years old, and it's a nice house for sure, but in this neighborhood of million-dollar houses with, like, views and media rooms and certain pools, it's pretty modest. Anyways, so after we kind of sort of checked out the store. I didn't have anything to buy. I was looking for some KT tape, but they didn't have any. Or Kinesio tape. We went to White Spot for lunch, and then I got direct messaged the Bradnader at Black Black Cloud Wine. He works at Township 7 Winery in Penticton. And I've been chatting with him for a couple of years, but we never actually met. So, he was around the house and uh, we stopped at the winery, he gave us a tour, I bought a couple of bottles of wine, which I drank later and are fabulous, so I'm hoping to get some more. And uh, we headed to Oliver, Eric had brought his bike, it's about, I don't know, 20 minute drive to Oliver from Penticton. And uh, he brought his bike, and he rode his bike, and I drove by myself. Heart rate check. Okay, we're good. This neighborhood's on a on a hillside, and the streets run parallel, along kind of like they're benched. So I have a little climb, and then I run down the alley, turn around, come back. And then I go up a little higher and I run down a road, turn around, come back. And that way I can do is quite, a, quite a distance without doing too much climbing. So ankles are okay right now. It's slightly tight but much better than last week. And amazingly, considering did a hard trainer ride last night, and had my race on Sunday. My legs are feeling damn good. Okay, so I got to Oliver. It was super hot, beautiful day, probably about 80 degrees Fahrenheit, just hitting 30 Celsius, sunny. So I parked, got my wetsuit and everything, and I went down to the beach. Checked out the water. It was freezing. But there were quite a few triathletes going in the water. Fortunately none of them were alone. They're all with pairs. And uh, I know, although I do this podcast and sound probably rather outgoing on Twitter, I'm actually uh, pretty shy, somewhat insecure, and uh, not really about to walk up to strangers and say, Hi, can I swim with you? Because I always assume they swim faster and better, and I wouldn't be able to keep up or whatever, or they're good friends and they don't want me, let's harken back to our teen insecurity years, right? So anyways, I sat there on the beach, and I knew Eric could be there in about 20 minutes or so. I just enjoyed the weather, it was beautiful. I tweeted a bit on my Blackberry, and then coming on 2 o'clock, so I thought, well, maybe I'll just get ready and get my wetsuit on. Just as I picked up my wetsuit, Eric arrived. So it was great timing. Now, the first time you get in the lake, I haven't been in since last August, right? So it's December, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. That's eight months. And the water's 15, now 16 Celsius. I don't know what that is, probably in the 60s, it's cold, but tolerable. But when you first get in the water, uh, a little anxiety, murkiness, cold, and the tightness of the wetsuit, you actually feel for about two or three minutes that you can't breathe, that you can't take a breath. But I know that, so I know it goes away. So it took me a fair amount of time. Big hill, hang on. I've got to go big hill. This is the only little steep hill. It's steep, but it's short. Okay. Anyways, I knew from experience that if once I got in and just... I'd have to swim and stop and swim and stop a few times and it'd be okay. So, I kind of forced myself through the first hundred meters or so. For me, it's just an unknown. I know in a race situation it's not scary, but swimming alone in the lake, I guess it frightens me. So, I ended up, oh, I don't know. So maybe two or three hundred meters altogether, just to the point where I was relaxed and confident that I'd be okay the next day. I didn't want to do a workout, so I had a super easy brick schedule: a 20-minute easy zone one ride and a 15-minute zone one run. But uh, because I was kind of feeling tired still really feeling like I was going into this race not really well rested. I uh, didn't do the brick. And also because of the potential possibility that I had an injury. And uh, Jeff agreed with that too. So, at this point, I was pretty tired because I'd been up late. It's a 25 minute drive, a 20 minute drive to Osoyes where our hotel was. We used hotware, we got to stay at the watermark again. It's a beautiful resort, full kitchen, they bumped us up to a one-bedroom suite again. I mean, I got it for like $113, which is, you know, more than I'd pay for a cheap motel. But by going through hotware, I got it for like, I don't know, that sucker probably is $350 a night in the summertime. I couldn't resist, so I booked it on, online through Hotwire, and I got got it for uh, a farm too. 20-minute drive, well worth it. Plus, I liked having my own kitchen, so I can make my own dinner and my own uh, breakfast and everything. Not have to worry about restaurant food before a race. So we checked into the to the place. We we're both thirsty, so we walked next door to this to the grocery store and Eric bought some beer and I bought some pop. We came back and I was tired so I lay down and had a nap for half an hour. And then it was time to head down back to Oliver for the race meeting. Now, do I need to go to the race meeting? No, not really. But uh, I know what it's all about. I know the route. I've done the race but I just feel two reasons I want to go one, because it's part of the experience, right? get to see all the other athletes maybe see somebody you know and uh, two there's often last minute changes and so it's nice to get a heads up on that you know, maybe a bit of news about a problem in the course or whatever and I can't remember his name, but the guy, too bad, anyways, the guy who is the race director from Outback, he's awesome, he's absolutely awesome, he's funny and he's interesting and uh, just a a good guy, really super, super well organized race, excellent volunteers, uh, great barbecue after, just a really good, good race. So... Went to the race meeting and uh, it was fun. And then we stopped at the grocery store on the way back. I was looking for chicken souvlaki, you know, all skewered up and ready to go that I could cook. And some pre packaged brown rice that I was already cooked that I just had to heat in the microwave. And maybe a, a salad from the deli. But I didn't find any Sivlaki, so I bought some chicken breast and a lemon and we just, I soaked it in lemon juice for a while and sprinkled something pepper. I mean, you know, the full kitchen but it doesn't have any food in it. Normally I bring my own but I felt a bit rushed, so when I do the half, I am going to bring my own food with me, shop before it. just have a little cooler because this is one less thing to worry about. At a strange grocery store, you don't know what you're going to get. I have a pretty sensitive stomach, especially when I'm nervous. And uh, this may be too much information, but a nervous stomach for me means I get the runs, which is so joyful. And, uh, you know, just a couple trips to the bathroom end up making me a little dehydrated. So anyways, having safe, reliable food is important. So by the time we got back, got some organization, had some dinner, it was like 8 o'clock, and uh, I started heading, had a hot bath, and uh, I went to bed not long after 9. Now my little trick. Before a race, I've tested it many times. Take it out of van. and uh, I got prescribed some out of van after I got separated. I was going through my divorce. So I was having a lot of trouble sleeping, and uh, it's his uh, like not really a sleeping pill, but it's like a calms your mind and zones you out, and you can sleep. So I hardly ever take them, but I still have. Prescription, and I'd say, I don't know, once a month I'll take a half a tablet. So, anyways, I got these suckers, and uh, if the night before a race, I can take a half or even a whole one. So, I took three quarters of one because I had all these damn night sweats, they're just cra- making me crazy. Hope I'm going too fast. Better still, man. So I was kind of hoping I could sleep through some of the night sweats And I was asleep before 10, I'm sure Got up at quarter to 6 Got ready to go Had to pack up and check out of the hotel, of course Two trips down to the cardio, all our stuff down there Got to Oliver Went through transition set up. got my number on. I was wearing my Zensyshen sleeves, so I can't put a number on my calf, so they put it on the back of my knee, lower thigh. Kind of funny. And uh, met up with some of the ladies who were in my age group because we were in the transition set in my age group. Now the sprint and Olympic. Are not a big race. There were about 120 athletes for the sprint, I think 140 or 150 Olympics. So not a big race, like 250 people there. And uh, just from the brief chatting I did with the ladies in my area, it's unlike most of them are first time or relatively inexperienced able to answer a couple of questions and just chat comfortably with him. And the lady who beat me in the last couple of races wasn't there. I'm not sure she's my age or she's a year younger and still in the 45 to 49, but she wasn't there. So in some ways, I guess that was a good thing because she beat me by like 15 minutes last year. <laughs> so, the... 8.30, the first wave went out, that was the Olympics. We had to wait for them to finish one and a half. They had to do two two loops of the course. The course on this route is quite easy too. It runs along the shore of the lake, so the water's never more than six or seven feet deep. So for beginners, it's a really nice course. Oh, I'm going too fast. Slow down. And, uh, I went out in water, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, it's overcast now Yesterday, 80 degrees This morning, it's like 11 By the time race time started, our wave went out at 9 It had warmed up 16 the water temperature was 16 But it was warm enough to wear my Sugoi tank top My tri-shorts I had a jersey with me, just in case But I didn't wear it So, kind of got near the front third. My goal was to get ahead of the breaststroke people and uh, behind the fast ones. So, I think I seated myself fairly well. I was able to draft off a guy for a little while. I don't know if I was drafting, so that's why I kept wanting to get around him. But, I didn't really feel like I could get a good position. I couldn't find any open water. I was always kinda being docile. Like trying to get past somebody or something was cutting in front of me. A bit of a hassle, but I just kinda went steady. I found because of anxiety or whatever, I couldn't breathe bilaterally. I mean I just couldn't go three strokes without a breath. I was needing a breath. So I ended up breathing on every stroke. Well I've done that in every race so far anyway, so I just need more oxygen when I'm racing You know, you can't tell how fast you're going in a lake You know, you're swimming alongside other people So there's no side or line or anything to judge your speed And then you got the whole excitement of the race So you can't even go by your heart rate or your breathing So I just focus on getting through it Once I rounded the buoy, I tried to pick up the pace And, uh I got through, uh, kind of felt like I was going off course a little bit near the end, I, know, I should be heading straight towards the beach on an angle, got out of the water, but I kept going straight, but anyways, got out of the water, and this year, they had a group of people who were going to be doing, wet st- suit stripping at Ironman Canada, and they have been practicing up at the weekend so they decided to come down and practice on us. So I've never had a wetsuit stripper before. I got out of the water and I had my one arm out and I reached them just as I was trying to get my other arm out. So they just grabbed me, ripped my arms off, told me to lay down, pulled the wetsuit off, grabbed me by the arm, pulled me back up in no time. I had to run up the grass, up the stairs to the timing mat, and that took me altogether from that point, 1619. My time last year, 1626, although I didn't have uh, wetsuit strippers, so that actually added time on my swim because normally I take my wetsuit off and transition, right? But only a few seconds. So, I'm gonna guess my swim was probably 1610. Alright, so, you just think about that then. I mean, I'm happy about that, but still, still, I have swum, I don't know, 70 or 80 kilometers since, uh, crap, so many, in some reason, I didn't see this lady. <laughs> walking towards me okay. anyways I've still made here 70 or 80 kilometers 70 or 80 thousand meters since beginning of January I've done speed work I've done endurance work I've gotten stronger and I've only knocked off maybe 10 seconds off a sprint that sucks so I'm not going to kill myself with all the swim workouts anymore definitely not it's not worth it it's not worth the time investment I mean I was slow in transition this year the 15 seconds I gained in the swim was lost in slow transitions (laughs) okay so get up to my bike totally overcast quite heavy threatening to shower luckily you don't get a lot of heavy rain there unless it's a thunderstorm on. But uh, helmet on, bike shoes on, race belt, sunglasses, run the bike out to the course, mount and start riding. Everything's fine. One came to the ride, got the big hill. Oh, as soon as I get out, there's only one girl. Not two. There's a couple people in the bikes in my rack. One girl's just left just before me. So, lots of faster swimmers than me in there for sure. Turned out, I think I came fourth. No, I'm sorry. Gosh, I'm, I'm confused. I came a second out of the water in my age group. So the lady who left on the bike ahead of me, as soon as I got on the bike, I passed her. Which didn't surprise me. And then passed a couple more people. Got to the big hill. Passed a girl. And two guys climbing the hill and then for the most part I really was pretty much alone on the bike a couple of guys on aero bikes time trial bikes or tri bikes passed me they had aero helmets and everything I'm not quite sure where they were from they must be really slow swimmers but fast everything else and then that was basically it one girl passed me younger girl and then in the last three k's I passed her again so I gained I was 50th out of the water altogether after the bike I was 43rd 43 out of 120 so two things happened to me on the bike one started raining actually that makes three Started to rain just a little bit, but eventually the road got pretty wet, so I had to be a little conservative. I was keeping a good pace, uh, down on my arrow bars a lot, and I'm averaging probably around 30 kilometers an hour. That's about 16.8 miles an hour, uh, even with the big hill and then a few other little hills. And uh, let's see, I gotta check my time here. 39 minutes. Okay, I gotta keep running. Uh, so, uh, I kept a good pace. and uh, But my heart rate was not sky high like normally when I race in spring. My heart rate's 165 to 168 as an average. And I know I could have gone harder and got it up there, but my legs felt a bit tired when I did. I just didn't feel like I needed to. I mean, I'm happy with 30-kilometer-an-hour race, you know, so I just kept at this comfortable hard pace, and uh, but the roads were getting wet, so I had to be a little bit more careful, a couple of turns, uh, it's a kind of a windy course, uh, some places a little bit of gravel, so I slowed down a bit, and uh, Unfortunately, coming down the big hill, because you go up this hill and then you turn and come back down it. Stupid motorcycle official is riding. Person. He's riding right in the middle of the road, but pretty close where I wanted to ride. I was doing like, I don't know, 60 kilometers an hour on this hill. I wanted to really hammer down that hill. And I had to slow down a bit. It pissed me off. And then right at the bottom, you have to make this sharp S-turn. Like a left, sharp left, and sharp right right away. So, if you don't get a good pace down the hill, you have to slow down at the bottom anyway they of sucking. Then, there was this... I don't know, young guy, long hair, not that that matters, of course, but just trying to give you a picture, riding a mountain bike with a grocery bag, actually full of beer, I think, and uh, he's weaving around the road, and cyclists ahead of me have flown past him, and they're hollering out on your left. He's kind of in the middle of the road, one guy passed him on his right. And I can see all this coming up. So I can go, okay, how am I going to pass him? Then he starts talking to this guy who's coming against him. It must be his friend on the other side of the road. And he kind of weaves right t- almost to the center line. And he's he's yelling at his friend, about what the hell's going on? All these bikes and everything. On your left, on your right. And he starts swearing Yeah, you know? so. I slowed right down as I passed him because I couldn't tell. He didn't see me coming and I didn't know if he was going to swerve back in front of me. I'm on his right now. So as I came up behind him, I said, watch. And he called me an effing idiot. <laughs> I just left him in my dust, of course. But don't like getting slowed down, you know. There's a little bit of a downhill there. I had a good pace going. Then, Coming back almost in the not more people. Everybody's getting going to work now. Anyways, I'm coming back. Just gonna make the last turn. The sharp right. And I'm gonna head down this few hundred meters down to get to transition. I'm done, I'm flying, I'm an arrow. I'm gonna take this corner wide and fly down this corner and the the course is open it's not a closed course but it's well marked lots of flaggers so this SUV is coming is ahead of me he just turns on his signal lights he's going to turn i think okay well that's fine there's a flagger there telling him to stop and wait but instead of just staying in the middle of the road he slides over so his right wheels are on the line of the bike lane and i'm kind of riding in the bike lane because it's four feet wide and pretty clear. And jeez, uh, I can't tell what he's—he's still rolling. And there's a whole pile of people all along the course. There, it's the only place where you really get a lot of action. Everyone's watching their friends. So they're cheering me on. And uh, I have to hit the brakes because he looks like he's gonna roll. Right into the bike lane to make this right-hand turn, and I don't know what he's gonna do. I'm not gonna crash into him. I hit the brakes! I just get out of arrow. feel like ah, oh. the whole crowd just groans, right, because they see exactly what's happening. The stupid vehicles in my way, and I'm doing so well. I'm just coming into the home plate, you know, and uh, the officials are screaming at the guy, "Get out of the way! Get out of the way!" <laughs> So I felt kind of, although I was annoyed, I felt kind of powerful for a moment that I had all these people on my side. The karma was good, let's just say. And the guy probably didn't know what the heck everybody was talking about. So I had to get, I actually unclipped even, because I thought, I, I thought he's going to stop. He's going to pull in front of me. I'm going to have to slam on the brakes. And uh, so, you know, like you don't want to be unclipping here. You should in the middle of a race, especially when you're right at the end. So I managed to inch between him and the pavement, the curb, get around the corner. I stood up, clipped back in, hammered back home, got my bike into transition, and uh, I'm soaking wet now because it's been raining. I'm not cold though. My core temperature is warm. So, I take off my bike shoes and they're soaking wet. My feet are soaking. Probably wetter than when I got out of the water from, from the uh, swim. Normally, my feet would have dried off quite a bit by now. So, it's a little tough getting my socks on. Also, I hadn't been training with speed laces on my like Newtons. So,. I didn't put him in for the race. I didn't want anything new. My heart rate's too high. And uh, I thought, just having to tie my shoes another 10 seconds off my tongue. I grabbed my hat, my sunglasses, and uh, took off for the run. Now I have no mats going in and out of the bike. So my bike time had uh, my T1 and T2 times combined. And I think I forgot to mention, but I know all the practice in the world does not help me remember. I didn't turn my watch on when I started swimming. Forgot i like to have my watch going all the time so I know my overall time. When I started the bike, I did start my Garmin, but not until I'd been riding for 200 meters. And then when I left transition on the run, I forgot to start hit the lab button again. So stupid. So none of my Garmin times are correct. My watch, I had no idea what my pace was or anything. I mean, my my overall time was. So, anyways, I left the the run, and right off the bat, when you come, you gotta climb up this short, kind of steepish hill. It is just awesome when you've been biking and your legs are tired. But I ran up it, and then right at the very top, there's an aid station. I thought, well, I didn't take my water bottle with me because it's only 5K, and it's not that hot. And I'm wetting from the rain, so I'll grab a glass of water. So I, I grabbed the water and I walked while I drank it. Threw it into the garbage can, and then I took off. And the first minute I ran, for the first long I ran, what I thought was a conservative pace had my Garmin set to lap every K. And then at the end of the K, I was surprised to find I was doing a 5:40 pace. So okay, that's good. Now, I'd already climbed a little hill, so the second K was flatter, and uh, oops. I ran a bit faster, kept a 5.28 pace, third kilometer, had a little bit of a hill in it, I'd slow down to like a six-minute K when I was climbing the little hills, but uh, it was like gentle rollers, right? And then my pace average though was higher, so my pace was actually quite often down by five minutes, which is pretend fast for me. I mean, amazing. And I really wasn't hurting. My left heel felt a bit tight, but I was ignoring it because it wasn't painful at all. Sorry, getting the mic noise again, I'm trying to play with it. So, third kilometer was 530. I think that's just because I had to slow down when I went and did the turnaround, it's an out and back. So at the halfway point, I said, okay, this is awesome, I'm going to negative split this sucker. So then I picked up the pace because I felt great. And uh, my third, fourth K was, I don't know, 5, 525 or something, and then I really well, when I hit the last kilometer, I went. I ran as fast as I could. My heart rate got up to 164 or something, and I ran. I was, the last half half a kilo. I was like, "Oh my God! I'm not sure I could maintain this." But uh, I had no clue what my time was. Even when I crossed the finish line, the, the timing clock showed the time for the Olympic people, not for me. But I knew I'd had a good run. I figured I'd probably have 27 and a half or something, because it looked like most of my averages were it to end up being around 5.30. My last cake, 5.05. I've never run a kilometer that fast, and uh, particularly at the end of a long race. Well, not a long race, a short race, really. I'm going to turn around because there's two ladies up there walking. I'm going to catch up with them. Okay. 51 minutes. So, anyways, I get... Go in. There's Eric taking pictures as usual. He got a picture of me on the bike. I heard him as I went by, too. And uh, so I raised my hands, and there's a super steep downhill right at the end. It's into the parking lot where the, the finish is. Super hard to run down this. So I ran down, hands in the air. I was just super stoked. And uh, my heart was pounding, but I was—I could have probably even gone harder, I guess, in the whole race. But I didn't really want to kill it because, because of my half iron coming up. I didn't want to injure myself, you know. So, crossed the finish line, took my timing chip. Eric figured I was like 123-something on his watch, even though he didn't have my... Transition times figured out. He had my overall time from when the horn route blue I think he had one twenty-three thirty-six or something, and uh, I forgot to hit my turn off my Garmin at the end of course So I'm starting to get the point where I don't even need my Garmin on the race because I don't remember anything and uh, So I went down the lake right away and I went and stood in the water and I got my, Eric took a few pictures of me and I, I got my Blackberry and I started typing in the coach that I was finished, that I had a good run, I didn't know my time, so meanwhile Eric took off and this is only five minutes after the race, but they had already posted the first set of results. I'm never in the first set of results, so they posted the first set. And uh, I had come in first in my age group. Had no clue at that point. Although I kind of wonder because when I came in off my bike, I was the only one in transition. Nobody, so I knew I was ahead of everybody. And hardly anybody passed me on the run. This one older lady, who I was sure was probably in her late 50s, early 60s, passed me just near the end of the run. And uh, said a few encouraging words. But I was already all out, so I couldn't keep up with her. She was like, I don't know, 10 seconds ahead of me. And she was in the 60s, 60, 64. Fit lady. Whoa. And uh, I could hear, just before I was coming up the finish line, I could sense somebody was behind me. I could have to So it was a younger woman. <laughs> younger meaning my age. And I went, oh, crap. So I didn't let up at all. I made sure I passed ahead of her, about six seconds ahead of her. Turned out later she was the leader for the 45 to 49 age group. So I beat all my compatriots in my younger age group as well. I was kind of happy. So on the run, usually I'll come in way down compared to everybody else. And this time I came in a fourth out of ten in my age group, which is pretty good. But of course, I was ahead of all those people on the bike quite a bit ahead, so none of them were able to catch me on the run. Finally! Woohoo! Okay, I got five minutes left. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk last five. Just feel like I need to. Got kind of a bit of a cool down. So, I did this, uh, so while I'm I'm back to the water again, I'm standing in the lake, and I'm trying to type a message to Jeff, and uh, Eric comes up to me with a camera, and he's pointing the camera, and he's going to take some pictures, I guess, and he's telling me something about coming in first, but I didn't, first of all, I didn't believe him, I didn't really know what he's talking about, so I walked up to him, I said, what? He said, you came in first. Really? Like in my age group, yeah, out of 10. Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh my God, I was so excited. So I just, I was in the middle of typing, so I just stopped talking to him and I finished, changed my message to coach to actually tell him the actual results that I was just mid typing. Meanwhile, Eric's saying, well, are you gonna say anything? Are you gonna show me you're happy? And I said, I said well, yeah, I was just telling coach and he said, well, I'm videotaping this show some excitement. I went, oh, I didn't know you were videotaping. I just thought he was taking a snap picture. So, anyways, I'm going to post that little bit on my blog. Maybe by the time you hear this, I will have already done that. It's kind of funny. I look like an idiot. He makes fun of me for being on my my Blackberry so soon after the race. Uh, So, overall, my bike... To be honest, I don't really know because it was 39 minutes and 38 seconds for. Um, it's 17.8 kilometers. And that included two transitions. And I, I, I think my first transition was probably just under two minutes. And my second was slow. I think, to be honest, I think my transitions were probably both about two minutes. I think my bike time was probably about 35, which would have been a minute faster than last year. But it could have been 36. My last year was 36.36. So I'm somewhere in that neighborhood. And uh, I guess I'll never really know because they didn't. I don't know why they didn't have them. Last year they had the timing mats in both places so you get all your transition times. Sort of sucks, but anyways, that's life. So the next lady in my age group to come in was a full five minutes behind me. <laughs> and I mean, you know, do I feel great about that? Well, not really. I mean, these guys are they're beginners, right? And that's where I was a couple of years ago. And I knocked five minutes off my last year's time. And uh, if you do a small sprint race, you know, you're bound to do well if, you're, if you've done a few. And I'm not going to say that uh, it's, I'm not going to belittle my accomplishments. I'm super happy and super stoked to get up first place, for sure. But I'm also realistic, and I know that uh, I take that same uh, accomplishment to the Apple Triathlon <clears throat> that I did last year, and uh, I would be back in, you know, 7th place again. So, it's... Uh, it's all relative to the race and then who shows up. And uh, my compatriot G- Gayanne wasn't there. She would have blown me out of the water by a good 10 minutes because uh, she was 115, I think, last year and I was 123 this year. So it's all in perspective, right? You can't blow yourself up too high. And uh, some I was happy with my bike. I think what I liked about my bike ride is, like I said, that I actually did a faster pace with less effort and uh, that's where I felt that was the accomplishment there. And then of course my run, I'm just so pleased. That's the kind of run I've always felt I could do but um, every year it's been something like last year was my IT band and also just coming off the bike I didn't feel, my legs didn't feel tired so I don't know, I'm not going to run that kind of pace in half iron and I'll tell you, there won't be any first place age group awards for me in the half-iron either. People in my age group who uh, come in first, second, and third will be a full hour or more faster than me. even at my Even at my best case scenario, like if I ran a two hour, 15 minute half marathon and a three hour bike ride they would still be an hour faster than me. Those guys are amazing. So, it'll be kind of nice because the pressure's not going to be on me to do anything but finish the half iron. Okay, so, that's my race report. And, uh, I've just been going an hour. Oh, it's an hour. In fact, I'm, I've am i run over. I don't know what I'm do, doing. I'm walking. Walking too far. I went past my house. So i got to turn around and walk back now. I'm going to end up having a A longer than an hour run today. (laughs) Today's a bit busy. I got this run in the morning. I got to do a good hour long swim. I got to swim 2,400 meters after school. And then I got to be, I got a dinner to go to at 5. So I'm just going to be racing from one thing to the other all day. And then work, of course. So I got to get home right now and stretch and then ice and then make lunch have a shower, get changed drag my son out of bed nag him, nag him, and nag him to hurry up, nag him to make his lunch nag him to have his breakfast nag him to get out the door beautiful day (sighs) yeah so, I have some mail and stuff to read, but you know what, I hate to tell you, I'm going to have to wait another week, because this is already going to be too long, so maybe I'll have to, uh, I'm going to have to um, edit some of it out, I don't think so, I think I'll be okay, so if you sent me some emails, thank you, I appreciate it, I'm just going to have to hang on one more week. Because actually next week I won't have much to say anyway, so it's just kind of middle before the race, not quite. Well, I think I seem to have survived as far as my legs and feet and ankles and everything are concerned. I am there a little bit sore, but nothing's really bad. There's another runner. If you want to reach me, it's KelownaGirl at gmail dot com. K e l o w n a g u r l. You can uh, check out the show notes, Kelowna dot tries.blogspot.com and the regular blog is Kelowna dot dot Hey, I just thought of something. If this is all easily done, maybe I'll just post it midweek. And then I can do my regular show next weekend, and then I can get all those emails in, I'll do an email show, that seems like it might be a good idea, so you'll get two shows this week, like it or not. Okay, talk to you later, I'm home, I'm going to stretch. And I'll uh, see you in a few days or in a week, whatever I end up doing, who knows.
0: Okay, bye-bye. All right, back in the studio. Before I leave you, i got one more quick comment. Uh, If you haven't joined the Buckeye Challenge, Podcaster Challenge, there's only one week left to get your miles in. There are only two podcasters left. It's Run Run Live and Running Stupid. I have nothing against Running Stupid. I just haven't listened to the show, and I don't know the people at all. But I do know Chris Russell and Run Run Live, and that's a team I'm on. So if you are, uh, you know, torn, you just don't know who to vote for, then why don't you put your miles in for Chris. Only a few more days left. All right. Thanks. See you next week. Bye-bye.